For the New York State AFL-CIO, I'm Darcy Wells, and this is Union Strong. We are Union Strong. Union Strong. We are Union Strong. We are Union Strong. Union Strong. Union Strong. Union Strong. Union Strong. Working New Yorkers have put themselves at risk throughout this entire pandemic. Many workers died after being exposed to the virus on the job, and countless others became ill. And now, as we reach the two-year mark since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, we're learning more about long-haul symptoms. That's why the New York State AFL-CIO wants to help get the word out on how critical it is for every worker who believes they were exposed to COVID-19 at work to file a claim with the Workers' Compensation Board. On this podcast, we'll talk to the chair of the Workers' Compensation Board, and we'll hear from an advocate for injured workers to educate workers on their rights and to explain the process for filing a claim. Governor Hochul recently announced new resources to aid workers who were exposed to COVID-19 on the job. Joining me on the Union Strong podcast to talk about these resources is Clarissa Rodriguez, who is the chair of the New York State Workers' Compensation Board. Clarissa, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having us, Darcy. Happy to be here. And I also have with me today Joe Cavalcante, who's an advocate for injured workers. Joe, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us, Darcy. Very happy to be here. So, Clarissa, I'd like to start with you. Um, This is really new territory, isn't it? Trying to appeal to a large group of workers, like thousands, we're talking about thousands upon thousands of workers who may have been sickened at work um, and trying to make them understand that they have rights. Is Is this fairly new, reaching that large audience? Well, yes, while it is a significant challenge, we've actually conducted several national campaigns like this before. So actually over the years, we've targeted World Trade Center workers and responders, encouraging them to take action and preserve their rights to benefits should they ever need them. In fact, our advocate for injured workers, Joe, who's um, joining us today, managed and created some of those campaigns. And the AFL-CIO was a very important partner in that outreach. We even recruited Bernie Williams of the New York Yankees to be our spokesman at the time, both to increase visibility and because Bernie speaks Spanish and we did the campaigns in two languages. Um, The idea then and now is to teach people their rights and how to file a claim so that they can pursue their lawful benefits. Can you talk a little bit about what is the goal of the campaign? Yeah, the goal is to inform all New Yorkers that infectious diseases such as COVID-19 are included in our state's workers' compensation system. We're speaking to workers who may have contracted COVID-19 on the job, and we'll explain their rights as well as the benefits that they may be eligible to receive. What about the types of benefits that are available to workers uh, because of COVID exposure? What are those benefits? Yeah, good question. So the benefits include payment of an injured worker's medical treatment for work-related illness or injury. Now, this is especially important for long COVID cases since workers' compensation provides free lifetime medical treatment for work-related illness or injury. Now, second, there are wage replacement benefits if the worker's illness prevents them from working. And finally, there are benefits to an employee surviving dependence in the event of death. And that also includes reimbursement of memorial or funeral expenses. So who is it that you're trying to reach exactly? Yeah, we want to reach all employees who are covered in the New York State workers' compensation system. 
Now we understand that it might not occur to workers that they could be eligible for workers' compensation if they believe that they contracted COVID-19 due to an exposure on the job. Um, because like, for example, people who use paid sick time to recover from their work-related COVID-19 may not know that they can or should also file for workers' compensation. So we're especially trying to get the word out to people who lost time from work and to people who are dealing with ongoing related medical issues, which, as you know, we call long haul COVID. Okay, so then, Joe, since you're the worker advocate, can you walk us through the process a little bit? If I get COVID and I believe that I was exposed at work, what can I do? Certainly, certainly. All right. This is essentially the same process for any workers' compensation claim, but there's a little extra for COVID. First thing you want to do is seek medical care immediately. So when you're with your medical provider, share the details of your workplace and mention that you believe you have a work-related illness. We're going to give you a lot more details on that in a moment. Next thing you do is you tell the employer that you believe you have a work-related illness, you should be filing something in writing with that employer within 30 days or as soon as possible. And when we say writing, we recommend you use an email or a document. Mm -hmm. You can use a text because many people do text, but we don't recommend that because texts, <clears throat> excuse me, are very difficult to reproduce and find if you ever need that. Next, you want to file your own claim form. That's the form C3. You're going to get that from the board. You can get that from our website, wcb.ny.gov. You can complete it online, which is the fastest and the easiest and the cleanest version. Or if you'd like to submit it on paper, you can download it and print it. Um, the most important thing is to submit your positive PCR test result with your claim. Also, if you got your test results by telephone, like so many people did in March of 2020, April of 2020, please get those results on paper now and submit those. And also when you file the claim, you can get a medical report from your provider. And let's say you saw your doctor, the doctor's opinion on the likelihood that you were uh, infected at work is going to be on that report, and that's going to be key. So what about people, um, workers who got COVID at work way at the beginning of the pandemic, and they're just hearing about these resources now, and you're talking about almost two years ago, can they still file? Yes, that's a primary reason why we're talking with you today, Darcy, because in the workers' comp system, yes, there is a two-year window of time in most cases to file a claim. So if someone had COVID in the early days, March 2020, April 2020, they're coming up on that deadline. So they really need to file that claim very soon. Um, that's, that's one of the key messages here, Darcy. Um, you really should be filing a claim. You have two years to do it. Please file. And is this all just to make sure you have that on record? I mean, is that part of the process, that filing? You just have to have that that paper trail, really? Well, yeah, that's a, that's a really good question because these are workers' compensation claims. 
And we don't know what the future holds after an illness. So uh, what we're trying to do is make sure that workers who qualify for benefits now can get those benefits now. These are people who may need medical treatment for these illnesses. They may be missing time from work. And then you would have your lost wage benefit. And just as importantly, by filing the claim now, any worker who had COVID is protecting themselves and their families too, frankly, for, because they have the right to future benefits, okay? If someone should develop an ongoing uh, problem or long haul COVID, as we've been hearing, if this happens down the line and you need medical care or you need lost wages because you missed time, now you have a workers' comp claim. And we'd also like to mention that there is absolutely no harm and no risk to filing a claim. You just report what happened. So if this is you, if this is your situation, please file the claim because we wanna see you preserving your rights and um, preserving your right to these potential benefits. Okay, and so what should workers expect once they do file? They've done that process, they just sit back and wait to hear from someone? What do they expect after that? The workers will receive a confirmation of their claim. Then, this is where it becomes like any other work, workers' compensation claim. The insurance carrier uh, of that employer is going to review the claim. And if they accept the claim, then they will be, uh, begin paying the benefits. However, if they dispute the claim, then there would be a hearing at the board with one of our law judges who would make a decision on uh, the what we call compensability. That means, is the claim payable? Okay, and the judge will make a decision. The judge will listen to testimony from the worker or from medical providers and really get the facts about the claim. And that means, here are the details I mentioned earlier. Where did you work? Were people wearing masks? Was COVID prevalent in your workplace? Um, did your coworkers have COVID? All of these facts are important in a claim because we review all the facts and people should understand you do not need to pinpoint a moment in time when you think you may have been exposed to COVID because we review all of the facts. Okay. So Clarissa, let me ask you, um, what about the folks who feel that maybe if they file a claim, there could be repercussions on the job? They're concerned about that. What, what would you say to them? Yeah. You know, I understand that this is a concern. Most employers are good guys, but it does happen. What I would say to workers is they really shouldn't be afraid. It's actually against the law for employers to retaliate or discourage workers from filing a claim. Now, if they do violate the law, there are penalties built right into the system. So workers can be confident that they are going to get their lawful benefits. It's also important to note that the immigration status of a worker is never a factor in eligibility for workers' compensation benefits. And they should also know that there is help. Workers who need help filing a claim should turn to the board for assistance. You can call us at 877 6 3-2-4-9-9-6. And we have free language assistance for anyone who wants it. Now, people facing obstacles or employer resistance should contact Joe's office in writing. 
please send an email to advocate for injured workers, one word, at wcb.ny.gov, and we'll gladly help you. And we'll make sure we include those phone numbers and that that information in our um, show notes. So then is there an education element in your plan that ensures that employers are complying with this with this? Yeah, absolutely. Employers do have an obligation here. So by law, employers must have workers comp coverage and must tell their insurance companies about a workplace injury or illness who must then report said injury to us. But filing your own claim is always a good protection for workers. So let's just be clear about that, right? Um, But yes, we do communicate with businesses on a regular basis to help them understand their coverage requirements and how they should respond when a worker reports an injury or illness. Now, we also discussed how it is in employers, how it is in the employer's own interest to have a healthy, productive workforce, right? And to get injured workers back on the job as soon as possible after they've recovered. Um, Our advocate for business, Joe's counterpart, holds monthly webinars and conducts public education across the state to explain to employers about their obligations in providing coverage and reporting on the job injuries and illnesses. Now, we also have good information on our website in that regard. The Office of the Advocate for Business has its own full web page, and it's full of guidance and provides a place where employers can ask questions about related issues. Um, so I'll tell you where you can access that website. And it's at wcb.ny.gov and just click on employer. Now, Joe also holds, uh, holds monthly webinars directed to workers, but employers and insurance carriers often uh, join that webinar too. So they're getting the message from two different locations. Okay, good. And then, so Joe, can you talk to us a little bit about how you've been able to help workers so far as it relates to COVID? Yes. Well, unfortunately, thousands of New Yorkers have filed COVID claims, and a great many of those people are getting benefits. But one of the reasons we're here is that even more workers could be getting the benefits and should be filing their claims. Um, There is another element that I'd like to stress, please, and that is the fact that we have a number of incomplete COVID claims. So that means that we here at the board, we have the notice of the incident, but we don't have the PCR test result in that claim. We don't have the medical report in that claim. And these are all vital elements in a claim. So this is an occasion for us to remind everyone that, okay, if you file a claim, please send those other medical elements in so that your claim can move forward and then it can be established. So because of this, we here at the board are taking some extra steps to help move these claims along. For example, in addition to outreach such as this, we now send a letter automatically to workers who file a COVID-19 claim to remind them to please send in those test results, send in that medical report. So that's the key takeaway from today is, is If you believe you contracted COVID-19 in your workplace, please file a claim, send in that PCR test result, 
send in that medical report and that's gonna move your claim forward. And this is what every worker should please know and do. And so if somebody wants to get some more information, is there one place that we should direct them? Yes, we do have a one-stop shop. We have the, we really do have a great COVID-19 page on our website, wcb.ny.gov. Just click the COVID link. And we have there the links to file a claim, to find a medical provider. We have educational videos in Spanish and English. Uh, we have fact sheets, FAQs, and we also have information on the series of COVID-19 webinars that we're beginning, okay? We're gonna beginning, we're going to begin those on February 23. So we will have the opportunity to give people a lot of focused information on COVID, on COVID and workers' comp, how to file a claim, and we're going to take live questions at the end of it. And if you visit that webpage, you can, uh, you know, get the sign-in information and so forth. And we're doing that monthly for several months. Also, the last thing, I, I'd like to encourage your viewers and your listeners to please uh, follow the board on our social media channels because we are on Instagram and Facebook. We are on Twitter. We do have many videos on YouTube. We're not on TikTok like the AFL yet, <laughs> but you guys are ahead of the curve there. But we're definitely active and we definitely share important information on those channels. Well, Clarissa Rodriguez and Joe Cavalcante, I know both of you understand for the New York State AFL-CIO, this is a really important priority for us. We really do want to make sure workers um, know their rights and that they go ahead and file a claim and can get these benefits that they're entitled to. So thank you both for joining me on the podcast. I appreciate it. Oh, of course. We really appreciate you giving us this platform today. You know, likewise, the AFL-CIO has always been a really important partner to us at the board and to the governor. And we really look forward to our continued partnership together so that we can benefit all New Yorkers. Thank you. Yes. Thank you both. Joining me on the podcast now is our communications and campaign coordinator, Liz Sutton. Hi, Liz. How are you? Hi, Darcy. I'm good. How are you? It's great to be here. Good, good. There's a lot of helpful information, a lot of information. And um, I don't know about you. One of the things that I took away is that... Um, they were talking about people might have already gone through this process and filed a claim, and then there's some missing parts, and it's so important to have that record in place. You know, maybe you don't have your um, the, the test that identifies that you got COVID. So um, people have to really, if you have already filed a claim, make sure you've got all that paperwork in place. Absolutely. You know, I think that's a huge takeaway is that even if you think you've completed filing your claim to go back and check, make sure that all the parts and pieces are there. And obviously there's plenty of support if you have questions or if you need any assistance filing your claim. And, and as I had pointed out when we were talking during the podcast, this is a priority for us here at the New York State AFL-CIO. So we're going to be doing everything we can to help workers get through this process and to help them file a claim. And I know you'll be talking about it on social media, too, and sharing this information from the Workers' Compensation Board um, because they, they talked about some phone numbers and some websites. They've got webinars. One of them uh, starts tomorrow, as a matter of fact. So um, you'll put that in our show notes. Yeah, they'll be in the show notes. We're going to put this out on social media. You know, working New Yorkers are entitled to these benefits, and we want to make sure that everyone gets them who needs them. So we'll, we'll get it out every way we can. Great. All right, Liz, thank you very much. Thanks, Darcy. 
This has been a production of the New York State AFL-CIO. Our president is Mario Salento. Our secretary-treasurer is Terry Melvin. We're a federation of 3,000 unions representing 2.5 million union members, retirees, and their families with one goal, to raise the standard of living and quality of life of all working people. We keep New York State unions strong by fighting for better wages, better benefits, and better working conditions. For more information on the labor movement in New York, visit nysaflcio.org. Until next time, stay union and stay strong.